takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today to talk a little Islanders hockey. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and uh, that includes YouTube. So if you want to watch the podcast instead of just listening to it, Look for us uh, at Locked On Islanders on YouTube, subscribe, and uh, it'll be waiting for you every day when there is a new podcast. We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. Another key Islanders player now on the COVID list, and that's going to hurt this team. Tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings at the UBS Arena postponed. We'll talk about that, how all of this affects the team. We've got our weekly farm report and a lot more, all coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a, a topic that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And when we finally do resume actual hockey games, I will be again live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game. So make sure you join us for that. Always great to interact with fans during the games and Uh, I'm always happy to give some instant analysis as to what we're seeing on the ice. The news uh, yesterday, coming out on Tuesday, Brock Nelson becomes the latest Islanders player to join the COVID list. And I'll tell you, if there's one opponent that the Islanders have been completely unable to defeat this year, it's been COVID-19 right now. Uh, you've got Brock Nelson, Anthony Bevilier, Zach Parise, Cal Clutterbuck, and Oliver Wallstrom all on the COVID list. Matt Martin still on the COVID list. Robin Sallow still on the COVID list. This is like deja vu all over again for Islanders fans as uh, <clears throat> just like November, there are seven players on the COVID list, that is, you know, more than a third of the roster. And yeah, pra- uh, taxi squad or no taxi squad, you're missing some very key players. I mean, Wallstrom and Nelson and Bavillier are all among the team's top six scoring forwards. Zach Parise, supposed to be 
uh, more of a part of the offense. You have two-thirds of the identity line out now with Clutterbuck and Martin. Uh, overall, it is just a long list. This team hurting big time as a result of COVID-19. And, and, you know, it just seems like no matter what, COVID has the upper hand on the New York Islanders this season. And yes, I understand every team in the NHL, in fact, every sports league that's trying to play games right now is dealing with COVID. This Omicron variant is highly, highly contagious. I hope all my listeners out there are feeling okay and are safe, and I wish everyone uh, good health. And for those who who are dealing with COVID, I wish you a complete and speedy recovery. But boy, this has really hurt the Islanders right now with seven players again on the COVID list. Now, to their credit, for what it's worth, the National Hockey League did decide to postpone the game scheduled for tonight at the UBS Arena between the Islanders and the Detroit Red Wings. That game, no makeup date has been announced as of yet. But here's my question. How much is really going to change in 24 hours? Because Thursday, the Islanders are scheduled to host the Buffalo Sabres. With seven players on COVID, maybe Salo and Martin might be able to come back for Thursday's game, maybe. But realistically, the Islanders are still going to be missing five, six, seven players. And that's assuming no other players are added to the COVID list. So as of right now, Thursday's game against Buffalo is still scheduled to take place. And I'm recording this uh, Tuesday evening, but... We'll keep you up to date on Twitter if that does indeed change at some point. But this is difficult. This is really difficult. And the NHL has some real tough decisions to make because, look, this highly uh, contagious variant, so many players are getting COVID right now. And yet, it, it really creates a situation where there are unfair advantages here uh, where, you know, the Islanders, for example, have been played, they played five, six games, maybe more, where maybe they shouldn't have played because so many players are out of the lineup with COVID. And fans who are paying so much money for tickets, $100, $200, maybe more, um, you know, they want to see a top quality product on the ice Nobody is saying the NHL, you know, is responsible for the COVID, but maybe it's best to take that three-week Olympic break now, hope that this variant, you know, make sure that players quarantine as best they can and try to regroup and get things going. I don't know what the league is going to do. They have a number of options, but right now, none of them are particularly good. We'll keep an eye on Thursday's game. I'm glad Wednesday's game was canceled, but I could tell you right now, based on the information that I have, based on everything else that seems to be going on with this Omicron variant, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And the rest of December, which is really just a few more days, and into January, COVID is going to have a major impact on the roster of all 32 NHL teams. 
And, you know, I doubt you can go into a bubble again. That's great for the playoffs, maybe. But to do that for the next, you know, four or five months, that's not realistic. I don't know how the league is going to handle this. I really don't. I want to have hockey. I want to keep all the players and their families and their friends safe. So it's just a difficult situation. The league canceled the Olympics. No problem there. I understand why. But now they've got to figure out what they need to do to best finish this season as fairly as possible. And, you know, for some teams, that may mean, again, going back to fewer fans at games, the caliber of play is going to be lower if a lot of players are constantly out of the lineup. Take it one day at a time, and of course, we'll keep you up to date on the latest. When we come back, we'll have our farm report, the latest on what's happening to the Bridgeport Islanders. Yes, the AHL is still playing as of now. We'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more. All this still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. By like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most bars contain 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Here's an idea for the new year to go to all your secret treat stashes at home, in the party, at the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or a treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way you can enjoy a delicious Built Bar. You could almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new, limited-time flavors, so check out Built.com pretty often to see what's new. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On NHL podcast starting December 31st through January 6th. Get bonus World Junior Hockey Championships coverage with Tyler Cool. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Time now for our weekly farm report. And uh, always great to check in as to what's happening down in Bridgeport. And, you know, the Bridgeport Islanders, because of the holiday weekend and everything else, only played one game since we last did our farm report. And that one took place back on December 22nd. 
and it was the Bridgeport Islanders defeating the Hartford Wolfpack in a shootout by a score of 6-5. to five. So before the holiday, the Bridgeport Islanders with a big shootout win over the, the Rangers' top farm team. And Grant Hutton, his first career two-goal game in that one for the Islanders, add a 35-save performance by Jakob Skarik, and the Islanders end up beating the Wolfpack at the XL Center by a score of 6-5. to five. Bridgeport now 10-14-1-3 on the season. And to tell you, this was a great game for Bridgeport. Balanced attack, 13 players had at least one point in this one. And Bridgeport's offense is improving. In the last six games, they've scored five goals or more, three of those six games. And when they score five or more, they are undefeated in four games. You had goals by Grant Hutton with two, Jeff Kubiak, Michael Dalcole, and Paul Thompson each with one. And the Islanders ended up with a two out of three on this road trip, which is very, very good for them. Basically, again, special teams, Bridgeport, perfect on the penalty kill. They killed all four of Hartford's power play chances, while the Islanders went one for three on their own uh, power play opportunities. So, big one right there, a nice win for Bridgeport before the break, and I'll tell you, the team really did need that kind of performance. You look at the schedule now, it's a busy one as we head into the new year because we have a game that's being played now as we speak as the uh, Bridgeport Islanders are hosting the Springfield Thunderbirds and we'll talk about that game on next week's Farm Report. Tomorrow, uh, the Hartford Wolfpack, that's a Wednesday, so it would actually be today when you're listening to the podcast. The Hartford Wolfpack come to Bridgeport to face the Islanders. That's a 7 o'clock Eastern time start on Wednesday, December 29th. And then on New Year's Day or evening, uh, a road game at the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. That's a 6.05 start. So dinner. it's kind of a dinner time uh, New Year's evening against Lehigh Valley. And then Sunday, January 2nd, a 3 o'clock in the afternoon game in Hershey, against the Hershey Bears. So four games this week, uh, two during the week, and then the customary two on the weekend for the Bridgeport Islanders, and that will keep this team busy. Chris Terry remains the leading scorer. He leads the team with 10 goals and with 24 points. Otto Koivula next with 20. He has six goals, as does Austin Zarnick, who has 15 points. Blade Jenkins has six goals in 27 games, but only three assists, so he has nine points. Grant Hutton, five goals, nine points. And Arand Durando, four goals, 15 points for him. Simon Holmstrom, four goals, 15 points as well. And Andy Andreoff, who's played a few games for the Islanders this year, 22 games for Bridgeport, five goals, 14 points for him. And the goaltending continues to improve 
basically as time goes on, Corey Schneider, his goals against average down to 2.89. He's now 3, 6, and 1 on the season with a 9.08 save percentage. Jakob Skara, 2.98 goals against average, 7, 7, and 2 on the year, and a 9.03 save percentage. So things looking a little bit better uh, for the Bridgeport Islanders, and that, I'll tell you, is good news because this team really does... It's time. You know, they have uh, kind of struggled a little bit over the last few years. And, and this year, yeah, they added some more veterans. So it's uh, more of a win now kind of mentality in that respect. But they're looking much better. They really are. And you again, you're always sort of walking that line between developing your prospects and winning hockey games. And you sort of want to do both. Right now, the Bridgeport Islanders, seventh in the Atlantic Division with uh, a 429 point percentage, which is how they're doing the standings right now. And, you know, 10, 14, 1, and 3, 44 games left. So Bridgeport hoping to be able to pick up some more ground and maybe get into the uh, hunt for a playoff spot in the Calder Cup playoffs this year. But nice to see Bridgeport making progress, and we do our farm report almost every Wednesday. Occasionally, we move it ahead to Thursday, move it back to Tuesday, depending on the Islanders' schedule and how much news is going on. But usually it's Wednesday, and look for us to do that uh, again next week as we keep tabs on all of the Bridgeport Islanders and what happens with them. And with four games between now and our next farm report, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. When we come back, we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. All of this still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We're going all the way back to the first two seasons of the Islanders for this one. And Tuesday was the 71st birthday, uh, actually the 72nd birthday, of former Islanders center Dave Hudson, the St. Thomas, Ontario native, drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks in the sixth round back in 1969, Spent two years at the University of North Dakota and then two years in the Blackhawks system before joining the Islanders in their very first season of 1972-73. The center had 12 goals and 31 points in 69 games with the Isles that first year. He was a minus 39 plus minus, but look, that's not bad when you consider some of the numbers that the Islanders had. When you win 12 out of 78 games... You struggle. 73-74, the Islanders got better, and uh, Hudson played in only 63 games, two goals, 12 points, and seven penalty minutes. Actually spent a little time down in Fort Worth, the Islanders' CHL affiliate that year, and then was selected by the Kansas City Scouts in that expansion draft. Played two seasons in Kansas City, one and part of another for the Colorado Rockies, and then hung up his skates after the 1977-78 season. For his NHL career, Dave Hudson, 409 games, 59 goals, 183 points, 
and 89 penalty minutes. He played in two playoff games, both with the Rockies. There are only two playoff games. Had a goal and two points in those two games, and I could tell you they came against the Philadelphia Flyers. But we're going to go back and look at one of Dave Hudson's better games with the Islanders, March 3rd, 1973, at the Nassau Coliseum. First season Islanders action against the Vancouver Canucks. And the Canucks, they went with uh, Ed Dyke as their starting goaltender, while the Islanders countered with Batlin Billy Smith. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first, Bob Cook, scoring his seventh from our Islanders' birthday of the day, Dave Hudson and Terry Crisp at 4.08 of the first period. Islanders quickly up one to nothing, but the Canucks scored 13 seconds later. Don Lever, his 11th from Rich Lemieux and Bobby Lalonde at 4.25, all tied at one. The Islanders took the lead. Craig Cameron, his 16th from the captain, Ed Westfall, and the ever-popular Brian Spinner-Spencer at 6.25. That made it 2-1 to one Isles. Bob Cook scores his second of the game, eighth of the year. Brian Lefley and Dave Hudson, our Islanders' birthday of the day, with the assist at 13.52. 3-1 Isles after one period. And the Islanders continued their attack in the second. Craig Cameron is 17th from Lorne Henning and Bill Mickelson at 111. Then Bob Cook completes his hat trick, his ninth, from Dave Hudson, our Islanders' birthday of the day, at 3.03. Islanders up 5-1. Billy Harris made it 6-1, scoring his 21st from Germain Gagnon and Ralph Stewart at 11.43. And then the Islanders get on the power play. Jocelyn Gavermont off for hooking. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Dave Hudson scores his 10th from Ed Westfall and Germain Gagnon at 14.59. And that made the score 7-1 to one in favor of the Islanders. Ralph Stewart made it 8-1 to one from Germain Gagnon at 624 of the third. Andre Boudrias got Vancouver a little closer. Don Tannehill, the only assist at 1052. But then another power play for the Islanders with Dennis Kearns off for roughing. Ed Westfall, his 13th. Dave Hudson, our Islanders' birthday of the day. Another assist. Tom Miller, the secondary assist at 11:21, And then Bobby Schmatz, his 32nd from Andre Boudrias at 13:36. That closed out the scoring, but the Islanders score nine goals in winning the ninth game in franchise history, their ninth win. Just to tell you how rough it was for the Islanders that first year, they improved their record with this win to 9:52 and 5 So uh, not exactly easy to root for the Islanders in that first season. But for Dave Hudson, our Islanders' birthday of the day, one goal, four assists, a five-point night for Dave Hudson. He was a plus two, and he had two shots on goal. Billy Smith, 26 saves to earn the win. Ed Dyke, who started, gave up the first seven goals. He was replaced by Dunk Wilson, who gave up the last two. So again, uh, a very... Happy 72nd birthday to Dave Hudson. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Folks, I, I really hope we can get back to the business of hockey ASAP. The, uh, but I tell you this, though, with seven players in COVID protocols, best for the Islanders if they wait a little bit longer and get at least a few players healthy, 
We'll see what the NHL ends up doing, and we'll, of course, keep you up to date on all of that. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.